Now, the latest news on Tasmanian racing. Turk Warrior kicked out by two and a half, three, now four. What an exciting youngster he is. Turk Warrior goes down to win brilliantly. Mystic Journey over the top takes the lead. She is one for him to make up. Mystic Journey's won the All-Star by an elected opponent. Here's the inevitable flashing down the outside. Oh, the little champ's going to do them. First accused hit the front, but on the outside, the inevitable. Dash past and won brilliantly. Oh, gee, how good is he? It's time for Tassie time. Yes, it is Tassie time, and while the carnival may have finished in Tasmania, there is still plenty of big racing going on, and uh, interestingly, across all different codes, uh, we can find a winner tonight, and there's a Tassie runner which will be heading to headquarters on Saturday, running in the size. Uh, Matty Reid from uh, Tas Racing will tell us whether there's any chance of another feature winner coming out of Tasmania. How are you, Matt? Morning, Michael. How are you going? I'm very well. Tell us about this intriguing runner that heads to Flemington for the Sires on Saturday. The spirit of zero for Yashi Nishitani. Yeah, he won arguably our best two-year-old race for Gold Sovereign a couple of weeks ago. He does have a little bit of form, Yashi, in, in taking runners across and, and throwing him in the deep end. He took a maiden runner at start two across to the Edward Manifold in October 2021, a horse called Clara Karen, who went around at a big price and, and only beat a couple of runners home. But, yeah, the spirit of zero, I think it's a good opportunity to learn a, a little bit more about where uh, the horse fits in. Only only lightly raced, as I say, picks up probably our best two-year-old race of the season. So they've had a good earn on the horse, and I think Connections probably earn a, a shot at the title across the water. Tell us a little bit about um, the trainer who... Um, we on the mainland wouldn't know too much. Uh, uh, mainland uh, wouldn't know too much about. So tell us a little bit more about Yassi. Yeah, Yassi. He's uh, from Japan. Uh, he rode for a long time in in Tasmania. Probably a, a hard word King Butler jockey. Without trying to be too disrespectful to what he did in his career, a very popular character. Just very very likable. Uh, still rides a lot of the work on his horses. Doesn't have a, a dual licence anymore to the point where he rides in races down here. But he's been training down here for a, a few seasons now. And, and he's got some nice horses in his stable. I think the Spirit of Zeros, uh, he's been a horse, but he had Fanciful Flying, who was a winner uh, on Launceston Cup Day. And, and with small numbers, he produces a few winners. And, and I do like the fact that if there's not necessarily a race on the calendar for his horses at home, he's okay to take them across the water. And I think when he did this with Clara Karen, I interviewed him uh, a couple of years ago ahead of that Edward Manifold. He thought it was a horse that needs a nice big track, so he, he took uh, Clara Karen across then. And I think the spirit of zero is probably the same from the standpoint that uh, the two-year-old season is pretty much done as far as our better races go. So... He's having a look across now, and, and we'll learn a bit more on, on where the Spirit of Zero fits in. Yeah, it'd be nice uh, if it was able to run into the money on Saturday. Uh, can we find a winner tonight at Launceston? Well, I didn't do much good for us last week, Michael, so uh, we, we'll certainly be doing our best. I've got a couple of specials tonight on the seven-race program. The, the rail's out 11 tonight, so it'll be a little bit of a watch as to how it plays. It, it can be difficult to make ground in that position, but... They have had quite a bit of rain in Launceston earlier in the week. I did note the track was posted at the five this morning. So if the rail chops out a little bit, they might be able to make some ground. First of my specials is in race four, first leg of the night's quaddy on this seven-race card. I've gone with Romery 
who has been very well placed here by John Luttrell. Uh, she's a 75 racer that gets into a benchmark 68 with 57.5 after the claim for Chloe Wells. Uh, won a benchmark 70 last start in, in Hobart on Derby Day. Uh, fought off the very promising Chinchiro in, in a two-horse war down the home straight. I, I just think she's exceptionally well-placed here. Wide draw, I don't hate. I think Chloe will be given the instructions to try and lead or sit outside, and I think if that happens, she'll be too good. Well, I like that. Uh, so just recap those numbers for us, Matty. Race four, number two, and the second my specials is race six, number six, Magic Typhoon. This horse flying for Johnny Blacker. Moderate career record, 23 starts, uh, just two wins and five minors, but had a very, very consistent preparation, done most of her racing down in Hobart, so it goes up north. I don't think that'll be a big negative. It's actually a much shorter float trip for Johnny Blacker from his Longford stables. Very good recent trial. Uh, I think she's very hard to beat. Again, don't really hate the wide draw for her. Looks a race with a stack of speed, so hopefully Dharma, who's got the ride tonight, can slot her in and, and she'll be too good as well. So that's uh, race four, number two, Romery, and race six, number six, Magic Typhoon. Oh, I like that bit of confidence there as well. And uh, is this the last weekend that we're going to see uh, Cody Jordan's riding in Tasmania? It is, yes. So Cody has, well, she's long been sort of touted as, as when will she head across to explore opportunities and, and she's been offered and we'll be taking up one with Tony and Calvin McAvoy in South Australia. So Cody will be representing Tassie in the National Apprentice Race Series um, next weekend. I think it's in Western Australia, but uh, this will basically be her, her last meeting down here um, before she heads across and, yeah, hopefully enjoys the success that some of her other gun apprentices, Michael, have, Siggy Carr, Raquel Clark. Um, we've had a, a really good record with our young guns going across in, in South Australia and and Cody kind of ascended really, really quickly down here. She won the Apprentices and Senior Premiership last year. She's she found things a little bit more difficult this year, as you would expect, with not being able to have a claim at all. And I think the ability for her to, to go and learn a new jurisdiction, new horses, but also get her claim back will be enormously beneficial for her career. And I'm sure she'll do an awesome job. She's a very level-headed kid, Cody, and, and she just screams that success won't be too far away. Yeah, looking forward to seeing Cody uh, riding for the McAvoys in South Australia. And just quickly, um, Harness Yearling Sales and the Carrot Cup on Sunday. Yeah, 29 lots in our Tasmanian Harness Yearling Sales there. I'm sure it'll be spirited bidding. We've, like we do in the Thoroughbreds, there's a lot of races on the on the Harness program that really incentivise um, Tasbred. And, I mean, even to that point, we've now got um, the the slot race that Taz Racing have won there, the the Eureka, which uh, again is kind of restricted to, to Tasmanian bread or Tasmanian connection. So a real incentive to, to buy Tasmanian there. That sale is on Sunday at Carrick, part of a huge harness program that also includes uh, the Carrick Cup. And we've got the second heat of the Tasmanian Cup on Friday night. So it's sort of harness racing's time to shine down here in Tassie at this time of year, Michael. Good on you, Matty. Plenty going on, as always, in Tasmania. Uh, Tassie time with Matt Reed.